so um, welcome to uh, today's episode of Discussing Digital. Um, and today I'm discussing digital with uh, Cheryl Andrews. Uh, Cheryl, would you like to uh, kind of give uh, an introduction about your business to start with? And then we'll start talking about how you use digital marketing. Fabulous. So um, I'm Cheryl Andrews, but I'm also known as the listening detective. My company is called Step by Step Listening. And in essence, the short answer is I help people achieve success without stress. And that stress, you know, if you're stressed at work, it tends to impact home. If you're stressed at home, it'll impact work. So it's really about you finding out what success is for you and how do you get from where you are now to where you want to be without being stressed about. A lot of business owners these days, certainly small business owners, do get stressed out about feeling the need to do digital marketing, but feeling overwhelmed. So I think that'd be interesting for us to maybe explore as we go along today. Yeah, happy to do that. Brilliant. Okay. So so to start with, would you like to just talk about a little bit about uh, the different elements of digital marketing that you uh, do and, and sort of, so, so, yeah, just kind of like what works for you and how you how you go about doing it. Yeah, so I think the thing to put into context, I've been self-employed since 2008. I've been on Facebook since it started. Well, no, actually, that's not true. I think I've been on there 15 years, and I think it's older than that now, isn't it? So I think probably Facebook was my first port of call that I started with, um, and then LinkedIn. And I I am predominantly there, the two I work with, and mainly LinkedIn nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do social media posting. I've got a newsletter that goes out called... Um, success without stress um, updates uh, on a Wednesday morning I blog write um, I run a uh, well it, it will it's the plan this year is to probably turn it into a podcast but I do a, and as you know make it have a Monday um, video where I either interview people to find out what motivates them uh, or how you know how they get success without stress that sort of stories um, and that goes out on YouTube so I tend to do live video broadcasting what else am I I probably do more more than I realise, and it's only now I'm really reading it all off to you that I realise what I've been doing. Um, I think, that, and I and I get interviewed like this. This has been another thing that I will do. Um, I also do speaking, but then I I guess I use that as assets for when I on my social media. Yeah. So I think the other kind of digital marketing is photography. Uh-huh. So I make sure I have photo shoots. I have live photo shoots. So I've, I'm doing it my very first speaking gig, which I'm so excited about next Friday. I'm travelling up to the Midlands and actually going to be live. Brilliant. So I've booked a photographer to make sure I've got me speaking because it's I that will be that will be the digital asset that I will use from that. Yeah. Because I want to get more of those speaking gigs. Um, so photography is another way. Video. Um, I think that's probably it, though. Yeah, unless yeah, but you've I've... seen anything that I've forgotten. <laughs> no, we'll think you've covered a lot, a, a lot of stuff there already. But also, I think you, you've touched on a, a really um, important point already, where you're saying about photography and, and backstory and things like that. Because one of the challenges and one of the things that does stress people out is how do they make content regularly and find the time for it. So actually, the, the whole concept of you know, as you touched on there. Well, I'm doing this, but actually, as part of it, I'm going to be doing stuff that's digi- that, that I can use digitally, but also I can repurpose a number of times in different places. Uh, I think it's, it, it is um, a really important way, a strategy and, and a way of thinking. Um, mm. Because, yeah, people do spend all the time going, oh, my God, what am I going to write? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, and it is a challenge. Absolutely. And I, I think that's, as you, as you know, I tend to work from, you know, getting people from overwhelmed to clarity. And that, I think the biggest thing with social media, and I, I know it's, this isn't the tip you asked me for at the end, um, excuse me, mate, sorry, <clears throat> is that we tend to compare ourselves with people who probably have got massive budgets that can yeah. pay teams to do stuff. 
So I think the thing to remember, you know, I'm saying this to you guys now, I have someone who helps with my blog writing. I have somebody that helps me curate my newsletters. Um, I have people that, you know, my, my son does a lot of my video editing when it needs editing. So yes, I've built it up to that now, but I would have started with just writing one blog post a month. Yeah. So I think it's remembering that we're all on a journey. And whilst you might see someone doing lots, people go to me, oh, you're all over the place. It's like, well, it's easier now because I've got systems and processes in place and I've been doing it a long time. And if I can't think of something to say, I go and recycle something from four years ago because it's the same, it's the similar messages. I just have to tweak it. Yeah. So it's, I think the thing that I that causes the most stress is people compare themselves not with like with like. And they're forgetting the journey or they don't even know the journey. They're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Um, you know, I've spent thousands on marketing training. I've invested in people within my company. So it didn't happen overnight and it didn't happen without investing in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that's where the most stress is. You're not comparing like for like. Yeah, I think that's very, very good. And another point you actually pulled out there is the kind of concept of, of a lot of things that people produce. Um, can be reused so quite often you know, after I, I did a blog you know a, a year ago um and it's just kind of it's buried on their on their website and things like that but actually quite often most of that stuff is still relevant you know it's like mm. you know i know the digital marketing is, is, is evergreen but you can re you know there's nothing wrong in going hey look here's a post i did or a blog i did last year that yeah. you might not have seen because yeah in that time you will have grown your following um and you know so diff different people will be seeing what you're posting so i think Absolutely. that's a really really good point to uh, and i think we just forget what we've already produced it's like i've written a book so the reason i've got someone doing blogs is i just said to her right can you read the book can you take a blog from this chapter this chapter and so she's got i've got the content there but it's a chapter full of it so somebody else can be more succinct and they just captured it. Yeah. She wrote me three blogs when she thought she only wrote me one because I was actually happy to make those into three individual blogs. So yeah. um, you've often got a lot of content in your stuff already. Yeah. Um, somebody suggested me before, you know, transcribe your videos. But I, I do know that I don't talk as clearly as I train when I'm having a conversation with somebody. Um, but it is another opportunity or an option is I could transcribe my videos and put those into blogs um, there is so much resource available that we forget to use it. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is that, you know, the work you're doing with your clients, the, the biggest thing I had to learn to do was actually remember to write down some of the things that they'd said. Yes. <laughs> um, the biggest challenge I've got is that a lot of what I work with people is quite confidential. And so I have to be very careful not to mention people straight away i'm very fortunate i've got people again it's a longevity thing i've been working with people over a longer period of time now they know that they're going to they're going to be successful they're not fearful of it so if i mention if i uh, describe a scenario they will know it's them but they will know that nobody else will know it's them if that yeah. makes any sense no it does it does yeah so you kind of um, I have to be really careful. It's a real challenge I had with my work. So I, I, because I've been doing it a long time now, I've got stories from people that were 10 years ago who I, you know, that, that it's it's done and dusted and they're over it and everything's sorted. Whereas the people I'm working with right now, it's still quite raw. And so yeah. I have to I have to learn to put that information somewhere and then park it until they've they're the other side of the change. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, um 
and, and you know, sort of linked to that and, and all the conversations we already had before, one of the things I was going to, going to ask you about is, is you, you do this, you'll, you'll make it happen Monday uh, video, which is like a, a vlog. And as you said, you know, it can become a blog, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I've sort of not had much time, I'll be honest with you, to, to watch a few of them. So apologies for that. But do, okay. do they tend to cover off things like that you've just learned, you know, or something that's just happened, as you say, anonymized, but something that's just happened with, where you're working with a client or how um, you... I've, I've got a bit more organized recently so one of the things we talked about off before we came online is about how stressed people get and it's and and seeing them the, the marketing or the digital stuff or you've just mentioned it just now as well haven't you about it not it being a separate job to do yeah so I, what's worked for me is to have themes so that I, I know that because then and it helps everybody's brain because otherwise you've got too much information. So I tend to have I've got a planner. <laughs> I'll show you it, but this is my planner for this month. And I've already got next month's is already up there ready. So as I get ideas, if something comes up, so I already know that I'm going to be following this kind of idea. Yeah. So the Make It Monday has a sort of structure of here's a problem that I've either heard someone talk about or I've solved or somebody's, maybe someone's asked me to do a video about something sometimes. I will then tell a bit of a story and then I'll share some questions they could ask themselves for them to get their own clarity about it. And then I always finish with the um, clean setup process, which is what would you like to happen? How do you need to be and what resource and support do you need? Which basically the one of the things I want to get across to people who are reading and consuming a lot of social media stuff is that you, we end up in overwhelm because we end up with so much stuff going in, but not stopping to make a conscious decision, what we're going to do with the information we've just heard. Yeah. So make it have a Monday is really about um, here's some stuff I've heard, or I might be interviewing some a couple of weeks time. No, through it's no, it's next month. Actually I'm interviewing a lady that we're running a program about sleep. So we're going to be sharing the research that we've been doing because some people don't sleep because they're stressed and some people get stressed because they're not sleeping. Um, so I'll interview her about sleep and then I'll ask the audience, now that you know what you've, you know, you've been listening to us, what would you like to have happen? What are you going to do with this information? Um, and that's the big thing about Make Up a Motor, uh, Monday is it's great you're listening to me, but now take some time to listen to yourself. Yeah, uh, I, that, that all makes uh, very, very good sense. And the do delegate or ditch thing that you just mentioned there kind of leads us on quite it nicely. Does, um, so uh, another thing we were discussing beforehand is the fact that actually that's the title of a book that you are about to launch. Well, I'm not committing to the launch date because I have to, um, uh, and that's probably a, a no-no for every coach out there, but it is, it's me understanding my own process and what works. But the book's called Do Delegate or Ditch, and it's called uh, The Seven Principles of Motivated Action. Um, and it was actually, so the, I think this is where some of the stress comes from um, social media, is you don't want to feel shame or embarrassment or a failure in public. So I use social media to... Um, tell people about what I'm writing and what's coming up and I get people to be interviewed and get research questions and I and I love that two-way process but my book was due to be launched and published in June 2020 and it came back from the editors in March 2020 and I read it and I just thought it's pants 
I really didn't like it. And, it, and it's my work. And it wasn't me being overcritical. So just to put things in perspective, I, my first book was Manager Critic from Overwhelmed to Clarity. And that was published in 2016. And when that came back from the editor, I was like, oh, God, that's good. Did I write that? And this one, I just couldn't put my finger on it, but something was missing, which is ironic because that's often what people come to me for because they know something's not quite right, but they can't put their finger on it. Yeah. And so I, I've shared that journey publicly. I've shared it in my newsletter. I've let people know that I know something's missing and I could be, I, and I also know I chose the deadline of June, 2020, because this lovely group of people who I am actually going to speak to in, in February um, was so lovely to me and they, and they wanted me to come back when my book was launched. So I just picked a date out of the head and said, okay, I'll come back in June next year with my book. But I hadn't sat down and thought about what's involved. So I pushed myself to meet the deadline and inadvertently missed out some really crucial information. Yeah. So it, it was, a, it, I had to walk my talk really with the book. So it's taken me two years to do the research, to really dig down and actually go, what is it that's missing? And it was the principles that hold the whole process together that I hadn't written about. And I discovered two of them I wasn't living. I was advising other people to do it, but I wasn't doing the do. Right. And I'm someone that will not publish until I'm walking the talk. Yeah. And so the book writing forces me to pay attention to what works for my clients and, and take my own advice yeah. ultimately. Okay, no, that's really good. So obviously, um, hopefully it's it's not. I am hoping off. it'll be out. I am hoping it's going to be June this year. Twenty first of June is the date that I'm working towards. Okay, um, and I am working proactively on it. Yeah, um, but there's a little but, bit of nervousness. Yeah, yeah, and I won't push you. Yeah, obviously, won't push you on the date. Although you have just said it on video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, universe has now been told the longest day of the year the book will be here. <laughs> Um, but obviously, how how, we, how do you foresee using digital marketing to actually promote the launch and post-launch of that? Have you, have you got a, a strategy in place or any thoughts? Or, you know, or, or how did you do it with your previous book? Um, well, what I will do is I'll go and speak to Karen uh, Williams, who's my book mentor. And I know that she has a 30-day book launch blueprint thing. So I know that I'll go through that. And But from memory, basically, the... The thing is, is you do an account down. So as soon I once I know the manuscript is back with the, the editor, and this time I'll have to wait for it to come back from the editor because I just need to know in my heart of hearts I'm not because I will feel a bit foolish if I'm honest. If I, you know, give another date out and I miss it, it would be hard to actually take that publicly. To do it privately is not yeah. so bad. Um, once I'm absolutely confident it's coming, then because it's taken me so long, I probably will make a real field day of that and t- tell the stories about it because it, it felt embarrassing. I, was, I felt real shame when I missed that deadline in June. So I will tell those stories about the book, um, the book writing process. I'll share it with the audience as I go through. So that it'll come out in my posts. It'll be out in my newsletters. I will start. Um, I'm very sure I'm going to be doing crowdfunding uh, because the publishing costs are, you know, they're, they're not cheap mm-hmm. and um part of the reason i think i also held back uh, and why it didn't take I, I was really busy during lockdown so i was physically didn't have the time and headspace um but also i didn't have the capital to put into this so i know partly i was sabotaging it because i didn't have the capital so i'll be doing some crowdfunding yeah. um but mostly what i'll be doing is going to everybody i know and love like you rob yeah. and saying hey i've got this book coming out 
do you fancy sending something out to your newsletter list? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I do that for other people. And so I'll call on my network and ask them if they can help me um, spread the word and tell other people that the book's coming out. Um, And then there'll be a book launch on Amazon, which we'll have a big countdown to, which will be public. I'll probably have a physical party now that we're allowed to meet in people. And that again, then there'll be assets from that photography. Um, then after that, it will be handing my book to my blog writer and saying, can you write some blogs out of that? Yeah. So that then it will become the thing that I use. Um, and then it, then my blog writing becomes easier because I've already done all the distilling yeah. and put it into one place. And I can just hand the document over to somebody else and say, actually, can you cut those down into blog posts so we can put them in um, yeah. out to the public? Yeah. Um, and and so, I think that's, that's really, really good way you've described all the different things that you can use from the, the whole experience all the way through to actually publishing it and then you again about repurposing stuff to actually help you with that whole where am i going to get con- uh, content from um yeah. which uh, which as we said right at the start is something that stresses a lot of people um yeah you know, and so something i've always tried to advocate is we know it's hard we know you've got a limited amount of time um so how can you do something you can repurpose a number of times um yeah. you know uh, or even and I, I, yeah. yeah and just to add to that as well I think that with the listening detective hat on I, I think too many people especially our sole, sole traders and um, small business owners they it is their wisdom that needs to be written about mm-hmm. and they think because it's their stuff they should do it on their own and I think they forget or don't even know that to access some of our own wisdom we often have to hear it outside so that's where having a coach or somebody like a clean facilitator actually repeating your stuff back to you and helping you tease it out and organize your thoughts can help you get the clarity of what you want to write or what you want to produce. Um, and also remind you of your journey, how you got into business and why you do what you do, help you track the progress and the journey your clients go on, which then becomes this pool of information that you can dip into anytime you like to actually use it as a resource to write about talk about share um and so i think it's really valuable when people can come together in a collective environment and um i think i should also you know i'm I'm part of the linkedin collective with alice i'm part of a a facebook academy with susie because i i know that for my brain to have ideas i need to be in an environment where people are sharing them yeah so i don't come up with this stuff on my own no um but i struggled a long time trying to yeah 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 and i think i mean that that as you say is a challenge and it is all yeah i keep saying there's nothing new out there and you should be able to learn stuff but then again in a a previous interview (laughs) i did go two years ago tiktok didn't exist nor did clubhouse so there are always new things that come out but for the the majority of things it's you know it's it's not that big a change and one thing just just dawned on me as we as we were talking um a lot of kind of conversations we uh, that I have about digital with a lot of a lot of people, we, we tend to focus a lot on social media, and that's kind of part of where we started. But throughout this conversation, you've been talking about the fact that you do blogs, so therefore that's stuff that goes onto your website. Um, do you find that actually by doing that, that helps increase your visibility and stuff like that? Well, um Good question. I have to be honest with you, Rob, that um, it was, I was watching um, a talk by Ian Dixon, who was talking about obviously this, this last so many seconds on this platform and your blogs last two years, that because I'd been so bogged down with the book, I had, hadn't written anything for two years. 
but also and I think I hopefully I share this as an example that you know I can look like I've got it all together but I've made some real boo-boos along the way in terms of what I've spent money on and and I don't see them as failings I just see them as learnings they're things I went on yeah but um I had a new website built and um the guy didn't want to work with WordPress which is what I was familiar with for blogging so we had step by step listening as a website and my blog was called SAS Detective because on my first book I'm one of the metaphors that came out of it was the strength and solution detective um so actually the blogging didn't work because it was under a different domain name. So it right. did nothing for my website. And then I lost, once I realized that, I realized I've been investing all this time and money in blogging. And actually it wasn't really taking people to my website. It wasn't really increasing traffic. So beginning of the lockdown, again, another reason perhaps why the book was sidelined is I actually started to build a new website and put step-by-step listening back on a WordPress site and put my blog back in it. So I'm now in the throes of actually taking the 300 blogs that are on my old web's blog site and repurposing them, putting them back in one right. month onto my site. Yeah. So the, the truth is I don't know, but what I do know is that the blog articles um, serve me with my clients because if I write about stuff that they commonly have a problem, when a client says to me, I'm struggling with this, I can send them the link to the article and they can read it. Yeah. If I'm, engaging with other conversations with people online rather than me coming going oh I know this I go I have written this article that's of interest to you so it I find it's not just I don't find it as effective when I put it out on social media I do it occasionally yeah um, in terms of engagement but it's a really useful resource for me to direct my existing clients and potential clients to yeah and what I haven't been good at doing, but I'm now developing the skills to do is actually tracking and measuring where people are clicking, whether they're, that blog is then taking them to the website. That's the yeah. bit that is not fully formed in my business. And it's the next level that I need to start paying more attention to. Um, so I, I don't have facts, but my, my gut says from what I've done so far that when I focus on the teaching stuff and case studies, then it's got value because I've I've seen people share the posts. Yeah, yeah, and give them uh, to other people. I think you're doing exactly the right thing. Uh, don't don't disagree with anything ever you said. I think that that's a, a really sensible uh, strategy. Um, yep, yeah, you know, part of it will be about uh, search engine optimization. So you know, as you as you get all those pop, um, blogs onto your your new new site, Google will be picking those up and, and, yeah. and indexing. So that help it when people are searching for you. But but I also think actually the way you've just described the way you use those articles uh, when you're actually having conversations with, cust- with, with with your clients or potential clients of going, look, well, here's something I've already done. Here's, here's the answer. You can go and read it. Um, it is uh, a really useful um, <clears throat> kind of uh, use of resources, isn't it? It's a, it's a really good resource yeah. bank. And can I, can I add in, though, as well, because I've, I'm literally getting that feedback now, and I talk to people about, um, three steps clarity confidence and change so if you decide right now oh, I need to be writing blogs the first thing you're going to have to work out is what you're going to write about so you might need to get some ideas that pool of stuff you think I could write about that I could write about that then you have to get clarity of the process or the structure of your blogs then you've got to work out how your creative mind works and how you write at your best where you write it best so there's all that work that has to go on then you have to get from not writing any to writing 
one a week if that's what you're aiming for so you might start for one or six every six months or one a quarter and, and build them up and then you have to go through the change process where you go actually how can I make it better and you have to get feedback so I'm only just now getting feedback from somebody who's saying to me about SEO sorry because it it really does cause overwhelm I can't get any words out if I'm already trying to fit it into SEO before I started yeah. So I have to get the words out and then we have to go, how do we make that first paragraph more SEO friendly and how do we make the title more SEO friendly? Um, and by doing it that way around, I'm now noticing it's influencing how I write and it's getting better, but I could not have started at that point. Yeah. I think that's, that is another really good point because the way, you know, as you say, it, it should be writing for the reader, not for Google. Um, I mean, because Google's all about Google has become so intelligent now that it, it, it you know, it, its purpose is always to try and find the best fit for the question that somebody's typing in for. Um, and if you try and spam it in, it doesn't it doesn't like it in the end because people mm. just bounce away from it. But actually, yeah. if you've got a really well written article about a particular particular topic that people want to find the answer for, they'll stay there. They'll read it because it's written for them, yeah. not for Google. Yeah. You know, and I just think it's important for people to know that I tend to use I stories quite a bit because of my the nature of work, my work I'm doing. It's confidential and it's often, you know, people don't want people to know, especially if they've got quite a high profile job and they're there to be, they're the motivator for everybody else. They, they don't want anyone to know what's going on in the inside. Yeah. So some people don't even admit they work with me and, and that's all okay. So I often tell stories for myself, but of course people go make it about the reader, make it for the reader. Well, sometimes I have to write it in the I pronoun, yeah. leave it a day or two, and then come back and write it in the you pronoun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have to change it. But so I think it's really important for people when it comes to whether it's newsletter writing, blog writing, book writing, social media post writing, people have to get clarity of how they write at their best. And the amount of people, I do spend quite a bit of time working with people on those kinds of things because we come away from school with, hang-ups about our ability to spell, our ability for grammar, whatever it might be. And you have to find what works for you. That is the bit that someone else can't teach you. They can give you frameworks, but you have to know how to get the information from you into a framework. So you have to know your own process, your own way of doing things. And I think it's so easy to find yourself stuck knowing what you ought to do or could do because you haven't found your own way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, get started. Yeah, and and again, I think that you know, um, I think it's a Facebook, the Facebook uh, CEO or CIO or somebody who's coined the phrase about "done is better than perfect," and that goes back about you know sometimes just doing it is better than spending all your time worrying that it is perfect, that it's perfectly written, you know, perfectly yeah. SEO uh, proof and stuff like that. Because again, that is part of the goes back to our conversation about yeah. getting stressed and overwhelmed. Um, and I know that I gave my book out to six peer reviewers and they thought my book was awesome, by the way. Yeah. They, they've changed their lives and done things differently. And I'm still getting feedback from them now. So sometimes what I think is not good enough is it's, it will make a difference to other people. Yeah. And when I read some of my blogs from five or six years ago, I, I hold my head in shame because <laughs> it's like a dear diary. I was like, I'm, and today I've been doing this and today I've been doing that. And, it's, and, and that's where I was on my blog writing journey at that point. Yeah. And the people who were reading it 
were not judging me on whether I was doing it SEO properly, whether it's structured or whatever. Um, they were happy to read what I was writing because they were also at that point with me at that journey. And as I evolve and I know more, I think the hardest bit is when you know better is not, I think I did a post about this a couple of days ago, actually, um, is when you know better is not to look back and shame yourself for what yeah. you didn't know earlier. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I think that's the, the hardest part of this work is that new stuff comes in, you learn how to do things better. And then you look at a piece of your work from a couple of, in my case, 19 years ago, and you think, oh, really? Did I really think that was a good idea? It's like, but if you could learn to laugh at yourself and have some fun with this, and yeah. remember all of us are on this journey, um, even if some of us look like we've got it together, we all have our wobbles and our moments and we have to ask for help. And we've made big mistakes. I've spent so much money on stuff that I now look back and go, really? But there's little nuggets of learning that have come from it. It's all, it's all part of the learning, isn't it? Sometimes you know, the learning is, that was a great thing I learned, or actually, I've just learned I shouldn't have done that. You know, yeah, I've just, yeah. just learned what not to do rather than what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I spent lots of money on these templates and these sales tactics and, you know, and actually I don't agree with yeah. scarcity marketing. I don't believe in fearing people into making a decision, but I do believe in asking them questions that make sure they check with themselves. Yeah. That, you know, how long is long enough to pull up with this as it is right now? Um, because time just goes by. You and I just started out at the beginning when we were chatting, weren't we? We were working out. We'd had dinner, you and your wife and my husband had got together for a deal. And we think it's five years ago, maybe yeah, six yeah. years ago. And sometimes we stay stuck with a problem for a very long time because we're not consciously aware of how much time is passing. Yeah, yeah. So I think we have a responsibility in our marketing to say to people, you know, we're here and we can help. And we have to make sure it's available and it's easy and you know, we've got to make it easy for people to mm. be able to buy. Yeah. But I really don't like it. And I'm, I have got some of my website right now that I'm currently going through and ripping out and changing. And actually, instead of using everybody else's words, I'm going back to just being authentically me. Yeah. And actually yeah. thinking, what would I say if I was actually talking to a human being right now? There's no way I'd go, the ultimate due delegate system that's helped thousands of people's lives. It has transformed loads of lives. And I do use the word ultimately quite a lot. So it's probably a bit of my language, but it is a bit taught. It's not really who I am. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's just the, it's just the do delegate or ditch system and it's helped hundreds of people. Mm. That's all I need to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to being comfortable with the, with, with, with the message and, and how you're delivering it, that it is you. Um, and I think that's really, really important as well. You know, being okay with the fact that I've put stuff out there. There's not me. And some people might've looked at it and gone, what and it's okay yeah. it's fine they've had dinner since then and they've forgotten it'll be yeah. all right oh that's great um i'm conscious about time uh, so um and as i said before before uh we, we we started recording um it's two things i always like people to uh, kind of um do for me one is to give a a, a good piece of advice is something that people should always you know should do and also then um something that you really shouldn't do or you bit like we said you know, we've learned to do this and you do i tried this and it's like it's just not me or whatever so yeah. um yeah if you could give me your, your good bit of advice and then your don't do that bit of advice please so my top tip of uh, what to do is be yourself. And I also think that I want to add into that, that sometimes when I used to get told be yourself, it's like, 
we've actually gone on a journey of trying to please everybody else for so long that we've forgotten who we are. So my thing with usual digital marketing to have fun discovering who you are, you know, what do you want your words to say about you? What do you want your clothes to say about you? What do you want your photograph to say about you? Who do you want to be? And actually, you might not be being the person you really want to be right now, but your, your digital marketing will give you a lovely transformation journey to go back on. <laughs> you can look at some of my photographs with my long hair and my deerstalker hat from four years ago versus now. You can see the transformation. So rather than you know, be yourself, your authentic self, but if you don't like who you are, use social media and your, your digital marketing as a really playful journey to experiment and learn about who you'd like to be and how you want to show up. Love that. Great advice. And the avoid would be um, avoid being overly critical of yourself um, because it is a journey. It takes time um, and you're only going to get it if you're actually measuring the results, you're looking at what works, what doesn't work, and you're being objective and kind and compassionate with your feedback. So evidence-based, what did you hear and see that didn't work? Um, because we, I think we don't bother to look at back on it because it's like, oh, I don't want to look at myself. But if you don't look at your own videos, if you don't look at your blog posts with a little bit of time and distance behind them and look at what worked about them, what didn't work and what could have worked better, really objectively with kindness and compassion in your own feedback. Um, and you don't proactively catch yourself getting things right you will give up doing it. And um, I guess I want to leave it with everybody is, yes, some things are haven't changed, Rob. Some, we're, some of us, we're all saying the same sort of thing. But I also truly believe that right here, right now, whoever you are that's out there, even if you're saying exactly the same thing as me, you'll have a different accent. You might be a different height. You might be a different colour. You know, and your journey, there's an audience out there right now that they'll only get the message when you speak. Yeah. And so if you stay quiet thinking I've said it already, there's a whole load of people who won't get the help because it's your tone of voice, your, your mannerisms, the way that you dress, the way that you show up, that is going to attract them to come in and actually pay attention to the lessons to be learned. Um, and I truly believe that we've all got a purpose. Um, but we don't have to search for it. We're already doing it. Yeah, no, I, I, I get everything. I love what you just said. That. That's really good. Um, so finally, uh, if people want to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to, to reach out and find you? Um, my website is www.stepbystepplistening.com. Um, you're very welcome to go there. As you might notice already, though, I'm doing a lot of overalls on that at the moment. Um, I'm quite prolific on LinkedIn, so please come and find me at LinkedIn. I think it's slash Cheryl Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> Rob will tell you that that's correct or not. Yeah. Um, and we have got a Facebook page called Step by Step Listening as well. So you can come and find us there. Uh, but uh, yeah, either of those. Or you can get me on my email, Cheryl at stepbystepplistening.com. Okay, that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you ever so much for your time today, uh, Cheryl, and everything you've shared with, with, with our, our viewers. Um, and I think, we're, I can't remember if we said this during the interview or beforehand, that you were talking about you're turning, you'll make it happen Monday into a podcast at some point. I've got the same plans. So eventually this will be listeners as well as viewers. <laughs> so uh, that's fabulous, really good. fabulous well let's let's see what we can do to make that happen and support each other then rob so thank you for having me here today sounds good brilliant okay look forward to it and uh yeah i can look forward to keep seeing your, your posts and videos all right cheers <laughs>